Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. So Silver Spring Walmart announces that it's closing down the Superstore at 103rd and Silver Spring on Milwaukee's northwest side. Company announcing that they're closing. And boy, is the town outraged about it. In the inner city, they are really upset. They say, you know, this is another example of creating a food desert. There are people in this area that will now have to drive more than a mile to get to the grocery store. And uh, they're correct about that, by the way. I, I looked it up, and they will. A lot of people shop at this Walmart, and it's closing down on the northwest side. And people think that is absolutely outrageous. Uh, one alderman saying that it is infuriating. That's his words. That a massive, resource-rich Wealthy Fortune 100 enterprise cannot keep an important location open. Others pointing out that Walmart made $524 billion in revenue last year, and they can't keep the store open. So what? That's not relevant. How much money they made and how much goes into their coffers and headquarters back in Arkansas? Who cares? That doesn't matter. This is America. It's capitalism. And if... The executives at Walmart decide that they cannot afford to keep the store open, that it doesn't make financial sense. Do they have an obligation to keep it open and lose money? What kind of sense does that make? A company spokesperson said the decision was not made lightly. There's no single cause, but the store was not meeting financial expectations and hasn't performed as well as they had hoped. And I had a source that I trust tell me that shoplifting is out of control at that store, which is also a big loss for the store. If you're Walmart looking at this objectively, and I think that the inner city, we should make sure there are proper places for people to buy their groceries. That's important. That's critically important. But if you're Walmart and you got a store that's losing, losing, losing money, stuff's getting stolen, they can't get that under control, aren't you more beholden to the stockholders, the 401ks that hold your stock, capitalistic ideals? than keeping a store open that's not making money. It's a business. It's not a charity. And I'm conflicted about this because I think food hunger and desert food isolation are real things. But if you own a business and it's losing money, you can't afford to keep it open. And why would you keep it open? Why? That wouldn't make any sense. We're going to have an interesting discussion because coming up after Debbie's traffic, we're going to be joined by Alderman Mark Chambers, who thinks that this is absolutely terrible. And he's working hard to try to make sure that if he can't get the store to stay open, he will get another grocery grocer in that location. Mark Chambers on why this is the wrong move for Walmart. He joins us live coming up here in just a couple of minutes on WTMJ. The Walmart Superstore at the intersection of 103rd and Silver Spring is closing down. That's Timmerman Plaza on Milwaukee's north side. They are shutting their doors, and some are saying this is a big problem because a lot of people in that area will now not live within a mile of a grocery store. And it's a very popular store. It's always crowded. Alderman Mark Chambers is with us. He's in that part of the city, and he's pretty ticked off about this. Alderman, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me, John. Uh, when did you find out, and how did you find out that they were going to shut down this store? Uh, I found out via email uh, yesterday morning around 10 a.m. 
Would that be typical or unusual that you're the elected official in this area? Is there usually more of a heads up or, or no? Is this a business and they don't have to tell anybody? Uh, well, I mean, it's a private entity, so essentially they can do whatever they want. But um, it is custom that uh, elected officials, nearby elected officials, will get somewhat of a heads up so they can uh, prepare for the news and, and figure out how to uh, move accordingly. Um, but honestly, uh, I, I am the alderman across the street from the Walmart, and actually I will inherit uh, Timberman Plaza with the, the maps redraw come 2024 should I be reelected. Tell me why this is a big deal, why this is terrible news. That's how you put it, terrible news and infuriating. Um, because, you know, Walmart in the fiscal year 2022 amassed uh, $574 billion dollars. Now, I, I, you know, I am well aware of, you know, overhead costs and loss and, and, and you know, other, other costs that, you know, comes with a, a business as such. Um, but this is essentially removing the neighborhood uh, access to uh, fresh fruits and vegetables in the three-mile radius. Um, the, the nearest location food um, is off of, you know, 76 and Good Hope at the Pick and Save and the Save-A-Lot Foods off of uh, 76 and Hampton. And, you know, I frequent that Walmart quite often. Um, and, um, you know, I see a lot of elderly individuals drive their motor scooters, like just ride their motor scooters in the neighborhood and go to Walmart, get their groceries, and go home. Um, it's, it's extremely frustrating because, you know, once again, um, this is another, you know, another huge loss. Um, in the northwest side and, quite frankly, the African-American community. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's gut-wrenching, actually. Alderman Chambers, I respect you for fighting for your constituents and you live in that neighborhood. If you're Walmart and the store is losing money and they say, a source tells me, they don't, a source tells me, two of them actually, that shoplifting is really high at that location and they're losing money, how does it make sense to stay in business? Well, you know, <laughs> Honestly, there's there's shoplifting everywhere. I mean, you can go to the Walmart in Delafield. You can go to the Walmart in Pewaukee. You can go to Walmart in Germantown, and and you'll see theft uh, there as well. Uh, you know, I, I think that, you know, we have to look at it from a multifaceted approach. Um, honestly, I wish that Walmart would have been more proactive um, to, you know, letting us know and see what we can do as elected officials and in the community to not only, one, hold our community accountable for this, and also to get the message across, like, this is our neighborhood store, and we should uh, respect it as such. Um, you know, the, a lot of, some of the responsibility is on our community as well. You know, people come in and see this opportunity and this being a big box store. They see opportunity to come take stuff, and, and they shouldn't. They shouldn't, you know, have that mindset to come do it because they're taken away from their community. And, you know, now you know, we're, we're seeing the effects of, you know, some uh, bad actors, um, you know, are, are a lot of bad actors, um, you know, activities um, and, and with the Walmart closing. But, you know, to say that, you know, theft is one of the main reasons, I mean, if that's the case, close the one in, you know, Germantown or, or close the one out there in Madison or, you know, close any other ones. Uh, it's just, I'm just seeing a ripple effect because, you know, not only with our um, location, you know, they closed them three in the Chicago Lane area, you know, Lincolnwood, um, you know, and, and, and other locations that are, you know, you know, in the black and brown communities. So, you know, it's, it's an unfortunate trend, but, you know, I think that Walmart should be more proactive to, to uh, help us, um, you know, try to alleviate some of those costs and help, 
you know, highlight, you know, some of the good and also try to help out and get rid of the bad actors that are damaging our community. Alderman Mark Chambers is with us on WTMJ. I think you raised an interesting point about accountability. Let me ask you this. If you owned that location and you were losing money quarter after quarter and year after year, would you keep the store open? I mean, if I owned, um, you know, if I owned over 5,000 stores worldwide and I'm making $574 billion, you know, potentially, um, I, like I said earlier, I, I would take a proactive approach and, and see what help we can get from city officials, city leaders, or state leaders and try to offset the costs. Um, and also, you know, let it be known, like, hey, you guys are hurting us. You know, stop. <laughs> you know, enough, enough. Um, but, you know, to answer your question, I probably would because I know the value that we have in the community. Um, I just don't know how long I would for, if that makes sense. And Alderman Chambers, uh, as we look for solutions, as you have Walmart, and you did mention, boy, you wish they'd had come to the community and said, hey, you know, this is happening and and open that communication. Are there other big box businesses in your district? And do you have concerns that the same thing may happen? And this is a window for you to get in touch with those businesses. Well, you know, we we occur, you know, the the loss of Midtown, um, you know, and now I I have Midtown in my district where it's up for auction um, within the next couple of weeks. So, you know, have, we have to get a hold of that and see how we can transform that and be uh, advocates for that community and, and, and advocates for the area to attract uh, other, you know, whether it's retail or, or any other development to go into that area. Um, I'm also, I'm honestly afraid for the other two locations that's nearby. You know, we have the East Capitol Walmart that is thriving. Um, but also they face some of the same situations that the Silver Spring Walmart had and also the Brown Deer location. Um, you know, the Brown Deer location has been open less than five years, and I know they occur some of the same situations. So I am extremely concerned about, you know, the future of those locations, and I, I hope that, you know, the powers that be at Walmart will, you know, please have a, a conversation with us and, and see what we can do to be a partner to them as opposed to, trying to be, you know, reactive to some damaging news. So a couple of times in our conversation, Alderman, you've referenced that, you know, there are bad actors and bad behavior and that that drives some of these decisions. What will be happening now? You, you want to have a conversation with people in the community to let them know that, my goodness, look, you're hurting our community by doing things that you shouldn't be doing. Are those conversations proactively going to occur? Almost oh, definitely, John. Um, you know, I think that you know, this is a, a eye-opening uh, moment, and this is some things that we need to take a look in the mirror. But also, um, you know, I'm not going to, you know, put it solely on, you know, a lot of the bad actors because, again, Walmart is a trillion-dollar company, um, you know, and a lot of the stores that they're closing, they're closing, they are affecting uh, the black and brown community. So, you know, I, I think that when you are looking in, you know, into like the the wind, the mirror, um, far as that, I think they need to, you know, understand the community that they're going into, um, understand that, you know, loss is going to happen and, and see what they can do to draw up um, business plans and also, you know, establish those relationships with the, um, you know, the power, the elected officials um, to, you know, I was to help them when we get a chance. Um, I was able to speak with uh, the VP of uh, Wisconsin Walmart and Sam's Club, and, you know, we, I was able to, you know, express that 
um, to her, and, and hopefully we can have more conversations. It's a tough conversation, but an important one in our community. Alderman Mark Chambers, I know you've been running all over today. Thank you for making some time for us this afternoon. Hey, no problem, sir. You guys take care.